What's up, everybody? This is Coach Allie with Powerhouse Pageantry bringing you this week's episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I am beyond excited to be on with you guys this week. We have exciting announcements coming down the pipeline for Powerhouse Pageantry, and I get to tease up just one of those products by talking about Pageant Organization 101 this week. If you know me at all, you know that I love organization. I love for everything to be black and white, for everything to have a place, a color, a system, a method of organization. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's get started. Well, what's up, everybody? This is Allie with Powerhouse Pageantry bringing you this week's episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. And I am so excited to talk about this topic. If you guys literally know me at all, I know I just said this, but if you know me, you know that I am Miss Organization Queen. I love when everything has its own place. It makes sense. Everyone's on the same page. We have clear communication. And that really comes from having a system that works, that is trusted, that you can work well. It's not just a system that worked for somebody else, but it's something that you know that you can utilize in your own life and fits with your time commitments, your busy schedule, your pageant prep routines, and really your timelines, how fast you want to go. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks and a few keys. And I encourage you, if you're listening to this, unless you're like driving your car or doing something where you can't write it down, I encourage you to take notes, write down something that you learned from this podcast and see if you can incorporate it into your pageant prep because I guarantee you at least one of these things you could be doing a better job of. I think back of my time as I was prepping for Miss Nebraska or even prepping for Miss America and I really wish I had someone sit down with me and look at my systems because they were a little chaotic (laughs) at times because of my busyness and my stress in my life kind of got out of hand and it really affected my systems. So that's the first part of this is accountability. Regardless of the pageant that you're in, you're going to need accountability along the way to help you organize all of the stressful things that come up along the journey and all of the tasks that you have to get done before you step on that stage. I guess you don't have to get them done, but if you don't get all of them done, you probably won't be as prepared as you need to be or you wanted to be. And I know that that is a goal that you want to set in your life and you want to meet that goal with high expectations. So how do we get there? We set the bar high, but we create a plan and a methodology and an accountability system to get ourselves there. So that's step one. It's accountability. Maybe that is saying to your sister or your mom or your boyfriend or your best friend or whomever is your main support system in your life saying, hey, I have this goal. And here is the organizational system that I'm thinking about doing and using. Can you hold me accountable? Can we talk about what that looks like? I know that I work really well. This is me talking like third party. I know I work really well when I have words of affirmation or I know I work really well with little rewards. So if I do X, Y, Z in my week, then I will allow myself to do this or have this or be present and go to this. Those small rewards entice really good behaviors, but having an accountability system really emphasizes the right things because you have somebody, you know, tapping you on the shoulder and saying, hey, are you done with this yet? How are you doing on this? Do you need my support? What do you need from me? How can I help? And that support system right from the get-go is so, so, so important. Number two in your pageant organization 101, that's what I'm calling this podcast today, is dates and 
timelines. Again, before we can even talk about the structure of what works or what's even in that, we have to know when and where our goals are. And that comes from identifying your dates and timelines. So a couple examples of this are knowing when your local pageant dates are or the several local pageant dates that you want to try for. Because as we all know, there's many examples of great women, great pageant title holders that did not win their very first competition on their first try. So it's always good to have a backup plan when it comes to competing for locals. Now, obviously, if you're competing for a pageant system that only does state, this is not pertaining to you. But if you're in a system like Miss America where you have to win a local before you can compete at state, it's really important to list out the times and dates of the local so you can see what works with your schedule, what your timelines you can create from there, what you have the capacity and the space for in your life, and go from there. Then secondly would be identifying the state pageant date because this might be a duh, but if you can't attend the state pageant date or all of the dates in the week, then you probably can't do that pageant. And some people don't think through that. I had an example of a girl who literally won a local title in my system. And then we find out like six weeks before the state competition, hey, you know, I actually can't compete because of my job and X, Y, Z, all of these excuses. And our board was like, hey, you committed to this. And that was part of what you signed for being a local title holder. And long story short, it didn't end up working out. But that's why I bring this up because it has happened time and time again. And I've seen it in multiple systems where girls just want the shiny crown. They want the sash. They want maybe the job, but they don't understand the commitment and the next steps after the fact. So that's why dates and timelines are such a huge point because you have to think through. You can't just think, oh, let's do this random thing this weekend. But you have to plan ahead, sometimes months in advance, to your future commitments and whether or not you have the capacity or the space and the time and the willpower to do that. Other options here are orientation. Again, in your state, sometimes it is required. Most of the time it's required. And if you can't make those orientation dates, you are not making a good first impression on the directors or the board. And that's something you need to make sure that you have the capacity and the space and the scheduling wiggle room to be able to incorporate into your life. And then finally, this might seem silly, but it's nationals. I have seen where someone wins a state title and then they release the nationals date and it is a conflict with their schedule. And that's a real bummer. But again, when you're talking about organization, you have to think, What's the best case scenario here? What's the worst case scenario? What are all the dates potentially that I could have committed when I'm starting this process? That helps you create a perfect plan. Maybe I shouldn't use the word perfect because no organizational system can be 100% perfect because life's not perfect and we're not perfect. And there's always going to be X factor things that mess up our lives, right? But if you want to create a system that works for you, you have to think through it. And that's a big thing that I see so many girls struggling with is they don't think next step. What if this happens? Then what? Like, what is the next step after you win? And maybe that's like, honestly, an onstage question that you struggle with. Like, oh, if I won this title, what would I do with it? I don't know. What's your marketing plan? I don't know. That's something you need to know as well. And thinking through to the next step is a good exercise just for life, honestly, because when you're an adult, you're going to have to do that too. When you have a husband or wife or kids or literally whatever, you're going to have to think through (laughs) in your scheduling and communicate with more than one person and merge schedules together, et cetera. So that is why that is so, so, so huge. The next step from there, once you have your dates and your timelines, is to incorporate your other time commitments. And again, 
This might seem like something so simple, but when people are thinking through how much time capacity do I have to work on something, they only see, oh, I want the shiny crown, and they don't plan out how to get there. They, they aren't methodical with the tasks and the steps and the communication and the subtasks and the greater tasks and the locations and, and all of those beautiful, important details that it takes to get there. So work backwards. Once you have the pageant date that you want to compete for, or the state or the national pageant date, whatever your goal is, work backwards and incorporate your commitments like school, work, health and fitness, relationships, church, volunteer opportunities, and community service. All of those things, I'm sure there's more that you can come up with for your personal life. What are your commitments? Maybe you have not one job, but two jobs. I can totally relate to that because I'm the type of person that always has like three things going on at once because I can't sit still. It's a problem. I'm working on it. (laughs) It's been that way my whole life. Maybe you can relate. But what are your commitments? Where are you spending your time? And I have an exercise that I do with some of my clients called time chunking. Essentially, it's where you plan out your week and say, if I had my ideal week, when do I go to work during the week? When do I have class? And you put everything in your whatever your time frame is, 5 a.m. to 10 p.m., let's say. Maybe that's way too long of a time frame. But for all the overachievers listening, maybe that is literally when you wake up in the morning and start your day. Whenever you start your day, you plan out those hours and visually see in front of you, what parts of my day do I actually have open? And then think, how am I spending that time? And you can work through your schedule to see, okay, I know 1 to 3 p.m. every day, I have this block open. So then you can start to plug in what tasks you need to do weekly, daily, monthly to achieve those goals in accordance with your dates and timelines. Then the next thing you can do is identify your pageant team. And what does this look like? So listing out every single possible person who is going to help you along the way with your pageant journey. Your directors, your parents. I mean, hopefully you know your parents' cell phone numbers, but you know, in this day and age, I feel like nobody knows anyone's cell phone numbers anymore because it's programmed in your phone. But I digress. That's a whole nother topic. So your choreographer, your talent coach, your interview coaches, your walking coach, your whomever, like anybody who is related to your pageant prep, put them on a sheet of paper and organize it because this can be a checklist for you in a healthy way of have I communicated with all the people necessary to get this task done? Because let's be honest, so many times we are trying to achieve the goal of X title or X state title, but we have all these tasks to get there. And a lot of those tasks involve other people. So if you can't identify who is my team, who is my pageant team that's going to help me get there, how the heck are you supposed to get those pageant tasks done if they involve more people than just yourself, right? So again, that one was your pageant team. Create your pageant team. Write it down. Have it at the forefront of your eyes in a place where you can look back, use it as a checklist, use it however you want. But identifying the people along your journey is a really, really important factor. Next is identifying your items. Now you might be like, Ali, what the heck do you mean by items? Well, I mean, what do you need to buy and prepare or get for the pageant? So yes, we could go through every single area of competition, like on stage question, interview, evening gown, swim, talent, pitch, introduction, 
Then you can get into wardrobe, hair, makeup, headshot, stuff you need for orientation, your identity and mindset stuff, your style, your social media prep, your branding, your super stories, your platform or bio or paperwork or profile, depending on your pageant system, you can call it one of those things, your partnerships that you're working towards with organizations, or your sponsors, setting up mock interviews, events, appearances, mentorship, meetings, any of those things. I'm sure you could fill in some more categories. But what items will you need to buy or prepare for your pageant? So an example of this is I'm going to need to buy an evening gown, right? Unless you have one, you're going to need to buy an evening gown. I need to prepare my talent, but that still takes time and that's still a task that I need to accomplish. So that's why I describe them in two different ways. So listing all those things out is also extremely important because if you can't visualize and see how many things you need to do, sometimes we wait till the last minute and we're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot I need to do this and this. And then now I'm stressed out because it's a week before my pageant. So making a list of those things is again, really important. Then the next thing is your skills, listing your skills and what you need to hone. Now this might bleed into the item section a little bit, only in the realm of like talent, if you need to really boost your skills. Um, an item would be like practicing talent. Your skill would be like if I need to practice, I'm just thinking of a dancer, like pirouettes. I'm not a dancer, so dancers listening to this, feel free to laugh. But uh, like a singer, you could do your vocal runs or vocal exercises would be enhancing your skill or getting better at something or practicing. So in this section, it's essentially what skills you need to hone to feel prepared and be ready for your pageant. Then next could be your passions and your storyline. So do you have the right stories to prepare for your interview? So many times we just talk off the cuff and we're like, oh, show your personality or, you know, be this put together Barbie doll or a robot. No, like, yes, you need to be put together. Yes, you need to be authentic, but you can also craft your stories by life experiences. So maybe you need to plan more volunteer opportunities. Maybe you need to really dive into the why behind your passion and spend time and schedule that out in your day to really work on that. Because as we say at Powerhouse, the pageant is one in interview. And if you're not spending time on that, that should be a very, very top priority when you're talking about pageant organization. The last section is also, are you doing a daily or weekly reflection? I literally hate journaling, guys. So for me to say that this is important is saying something first and foremost. So I, I don't know why I hate journaling. I just do. I feel like it's if anybody else is out there and like me, please let me know or DM me on Instagram if you're listening to this. But when I would journal growing up or people would tell me to journal, I would be like, I ate toast for breakfast, um, went to school, went to basketball, slept. Like that would be my journaling. That's not what I'm talking about. So I'm talking about getting into your emotions, assessing your task list, talking more about how productive you were. How did that make you feel? Did you accomplish your goals? Why did you not accomplish your goals if you didn't? Do you need to delegate tasks to next week? Do you need to communicate with somebody else to accomplish that task or defer them to somebody else? Those are really important questions to incorporate in a daily reflection or a weekly reflection if you're not doing that already because it helps you keep a pulse on where you are at in your plan of pageant prep. Other things that you could include in that daily or weekly reflection is like a health reflection. How am I doing spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, financially? 
Did I spend things on my pageant prep? Am I keeping a budget for my pageant expenses or am I kind of just paying as I go and not really paying attention to it? Those are things that you can track and you can pay attention to. And the more you are specific about these different categories, for me and my personality, and honestly, even if you are like a seven and you're like, woo, I'm down for a party and I can't organize anything and I constantly live in the future, This is a calming mechanism because when you can see the details in front of you, you see a plan, you can also look back at that reflection and see, wow, I have accomplished all of that in the last four weeks or the last week. Like, go me. Yes, it's a confidence booster. And that affirmation can literally be read because the checklist or your own personal words are right in front of you. All right. As I bring this to a close, I have some good news for everybody listening. So, I know that Megan and I have talked about this a million times, but when we were preparing for Miss America and Megan preparing for Miss USA, like there really wasn't something that existed that fulfilled our needs for everything that we've been talking about this week. And so we are so excited to announce that in a couple of weeks, we will be launching a product that really tracks everything that we've talked about on this podcast today. And we are so excited for everybody to get their hands on it and for you guys to start using it. I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but let me tell you that if you are interested in a resource like this, let us know. You're going to start seeing ads for this on our social media. So feel free to click those links and learn more about the planner. You can see it visually. We'd love to answer any questions you have about it, but really the heart behind this is we wanted to create a resource for you guys that fulfilled a need. And there was a heavy need in this industry because pageant girls, we can be organized in our own way, but if there was one thing that centralized our prep, it would be so helpful. Well, I hope you guys learned something on this podcast today. I hope if anything, you got one more area that you could focus in your organization on, one more way that you could develop a system for your pageant prep to be clear with your goals, clear in your accountability, clear with your lists, and clear with your scheduling. I promise you, if you write these things out and you get specific with it, it will revolutionize your pageant prep. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I'm Coach Allie, and as always, if you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram or reach out to Megan or our Powerhouse Pageantry Instagram account. We would love to connect with you, answer your questions, and get you plugged into our Powerhouse community. We love you guys so much. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska and 
Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. Because at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.